0: Welcome to The Rise Podcast, a faith-based podcast dedicated to helping you better understand who God is and who you are in Christ.
1: It all starts with revelation, breaking down lies and knowing God's character, so that you can know your identity as a child of God
0: and the authority given to you. So you can surrender by humbling yourself and letting God be God, that you may become established and have a firm foundation and walk with confidence. I'm Emma. And I'm Sutton. And we are your hosts. Our goal is to
1: equip and inspire you to rise into the calling and purpose God has for your life.
0: Join us each week for deep but good conversations. We're so happy you're here. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Rise Podcast. We're so excited to have you guys with us and to get in today's episode.
1: We decided to do a little bit of an icebreaker. You know, we have Mr. Oakley here with us and we just <laughs> thought, you know, if we were a dog, what type of dog would we be? Yeah. And, you know, I've thought about this
0: before. My family tends to say something you'd be like a golden retriever. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I could see it. Well... I could see it because you are quite a like bubbly person, but I feel like at the same time you do have almost like a line, and I feel like having a golden retriever. I've realized there is literally no line; they never get tired of people ever, and you kind of do. Oh, I definitely do. Maybe not. I
1: I love people until I hit a point of like I'm peopled
0: out. Maybe you'd be a golden doodle because they're cross with the poodle. They're not quite as. I mean, I don't know the personality that well, but. I feel like they're not as bubbly as golden's, they have like a line. Hmm. But they're still Goldens, so maybe. I mean I Maybe, know. maybe. What would you be though? Um I thought about that as well and I kind of I feel like I'd maybe be like an Australian shepherd because the Australian Shepherds I've been around and I don't know if this is like the temperament of all of them. But they're quite timid when you, like, first get to know them, a little bit shy, and then they're wacky and weird, and that's me. Yeah, that is you. <laughs> I'm very shy, and then once I, like, come out of my shell, I'm a weirder.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs>
1: and I think there's no other better way to describe you as a dog than... <laughs> that right there yeah and Aussies can get really weird
0: yeah like the TikToks that you've sent me and that I've seen of Aussies is yeah. so funny and I dog sat in Aussie once and he was like very shy and timid around me and then once he realized that I was not his person for the next few days that dog <laughs> was crazy was, in like the best way it was really funny but
1: in, in the yeah. best way it's also funny Because how we would describe me would probably be more of the golden type. Yeah. You have a golden, and I want an Aussie. Yeah. (laughs) And that's how it describes you, so. It was always, yeah, it was pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Alright, well, now that we have that out of the way, let's dive into our topic, which is...
0: God doesn't want you well. (laughs) Which I just want a quick disclaimer before we really properly dive into this. Both of us have a little bit of like a stuffy nose and stuffy head. So if we sound a little weird in this episode, that's probably why. And also if you hear weird noises in the background, it is Oakley. He is with us. He's our co-host today. Yep. Um,
1: Imparting all his wisdom. Obviously. Into this as he chews on his rope toy.
0: It's kind of ironic that we decided today to talk about healing... When this whole week, I've been struggling with that myself.
1: Okay, you talk about what
0: you need. Exactly, so there we go. Amen. If you're
1: dealing with something, get into the word about it. It'll exactly. be a good reminder for us just as yeah. much as it is for you guys. Yeah. But like we said, the lie that we're talking on is God doesn't want you well, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the biggest
0: misconceptions <laughs> so many people believe. Yeah. It's one of the biggest lies I think out there.
1: It truly is. And you know what just stems because. It comes from this belief of, you know, God doesn't love me. Therefore, he doesn't actually want the best for me. Because people see God as like God with the hammer and being mean and ah uh, you did this to yourself. Suffer. It says in Third John 2, Beloved, I pray you may prosper in mm-hmm. all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. That's his heart. Right. That's why he did everything. That's why Jesus went to the cross. That's why his whole plot and scriptures and everything it lines up with this verse Mm -hmm. beloved because that's how he sees us we are his beloved children i pray that's his prayer over us this is his desire that you might prosper in all things he wants the best for us and
0: be in health Mm -hmm. he
1: wants us whole Mm -hmm. just as your soul prospers right he wants our soul to prosper
0: and we know from isaiah 53 verse 5 which, I mean, it's also referenced again in First Peter 2.24. By his stripes we are healed. And you know, when Jesus went to that cross, he took on every single sickness for us. That so we don't have to deal with it. And when he died and rose again, he gave us the authority to be able to use his name to say no to those illnesses. Mm-hmm. But it is a choice. And it's something we have to decide to accept to take. Why? It's there for us. But it's up to us whether or not we want to accept that. You know, that is so true.
1: But one thing I do want to point out is the why behind that verse. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus didn't have to do any of that. God never said, I'm forcing you, I'm making you this and this and this. Mm -hmm. So why did he get beaten? Why was he bloodied? Why was he wounded for our transgressions? It's because he loved us and because he knew the Father's heart over us. Mm-hmm. because he knew because my father loves you so much that he had jesus had us at the forefront of his mind and it's like if it's just for them i'll do it because father i know that you love them
0: mm-hmm.
1: so he went on that cross so we could have life so that we could have healing because mm-hmm. that's the father's heart and it's something that even my like myself like i grew up knowing all right Well, Jesus loves me, this I know, the Bible tells me so. But no one ever gets the glimpse of that God loves you. No, Jesus is just a mimic of God. Right. So if you know that Jesus loves you, God loves you so much. And he doesn't want you to have to deal with these things. Now, you can if you want to. He's not going to force you because it's a love of a father just like in terms of salvation. He's not going to force you to choose him. But he's also not going to force you to choose healing. But he wants you well,
0: mm-hmm. and that kind of leads us into our second point. I think um, on that, I got a, a comment recently on some one of the videos that I made, and it was just a concern about ableism, and just this person was just concerned that God favors healed people. Mm -hmm. And that if you're disabled or if you have a sickness that God doesn't love you as much um, or value you as much as someone who's healed. And that is so, that's a lie from the enemy. And it's so far from the truth because God doesn't love a healed person any more than a disabled person in fact he loves both equally and he loves both so much that he provided a better life for you he doesn't want you to be on this earth sick and disabled he doesn't want you to have to wait until heaven to be able to have a glorified body he wants us to experience heaven here on earth and that's why he sent jesus To save us from ourselves, but also to give us this abundant life that we can take if we want it. And if we choose not to, he's not going to hate us for it. He's not going to love us any less. We're not going to be any less valuable to him in his eyes. Right.
1: Because the thing is, is the factor that if you believe that God loves you less based on the condition that you're in, Well, God loved you before you knew what love was. Mm -hmm. He also loved the world while it was broken, while I was sick. His love did not base on, oh, these are perfect people, therefore I'm going to love him. He said, this is my creation. And because you're my creation and because I love you, I'm making a way for you. Right.
0: I mean, think of creation. Creation was created by God out of an overflow of his love because he is love. He can't not love. And so we weren't created because he was bored or he was lonely or he just wanted something to do. He, We were created because it was an overflow of that love. And so he loves us so much. Be, like before we were even created that he just loved us that much and once we fell man fell and sin entered the world he wanted to give us an out he wanted to give us that abundant life back and that's why he sent jesus and that's why jesus took on all the sin and all the sickness and everything on that cross so we can Mm. have freedom and we can have health and we can have prosperity and abundant life
1: right i mean if you really you look through the entire bible And if you actually study it, and not just look. Because, guys, there's a difference between looking and seeing. Oh, absolutely. And if you actually see what God did, everything that he has done is because he loved you. Mm -hmm. And from that love, wanting the best for you so that you can live life with him. But something that I also do want to touch on is that if you think that you deserve his love or you deserve healing or if there's a certain standard that you have to meet or if you have to earn it or you have to earn it then you are playing god in your own mind mm-hmm. because i will tell you this and this is going to be a holy ghost slap to some people's face <laughs> it's not about you
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's mm-hmm. not based on you it's not out of anything that you did and if you think that you just dis- you're disqualified. You're giving Jesus a slap in the face because you're saying, well, even though you were bruised, beaten, this and this, and you went on that cross, well, that doesn't apply to me. Mm. That's one of the
0: most offensive things you can think. Very true. And I know it does sound harsh, but I mean, really think about it. The fact that it is not based on you should actually be a relief. Yeah. Because if it was based on us, we'd will be screwed. Yeah i would be i would a hundred percent we
1: would all be mm-hmm. that's why no one could ever fulfill the law exactly that's why jesus came to fulfill the law mm.
0: only someone who is perfectly spotless and sinless could fulfill it and let me tell you guys that is not me that is not Satan, <laughs> that is not anyone on this earth only jesus and that's actually a relief because it takes so much weight off of us Knowing that it's not on us.
1: Because mm-hmm, it, it won't ever be by your ha- own hands. But like you said, that's a relief. Mm-hmm. Because all you have to do is say, yes, I believe and I receive.
0: Exactly. I mean, how freeing is that?
1: That's so, that was the most freeing thing that I could ever done or ever think of because I remember in my life, I was just like, all right, I have to be this perfect Christian. I have to do this. I have to do this. And I have to do this in order to be valued in the eyes of God. And I was like, no, God valued you while you were still messed up. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the love that He has for you that it draws you in to want to be more like Him. Mm-hmm. It's not, I have to. It's, I, oh, I get to. I want to. Because I love you, I want to be more like you. Yeah, You know, when you have friendship here on this earth, you and you really do like a person as a friend, as a significant other, you just look at them and you're like, I want to be more like you. And you start becoming more like them, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how it is here with us. You know, You get to be more like God. And who is he? He is the light upon this earth. Therefore, we get to be the light upon this earth. Mm -hmm. The next part that I want to talk about, which leads directly into that, is like, who is God? You know? Mm -hmm. Because so many people have this idea that God wants you sick. But if that's the case, then that's not who he is. You're saying that God is on the same level as the enemy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it says in scripture, and remind me, is it John one five or no John
0: ten ten? John
1: ten ten, mm-hmm. is John ten ten saying that? I mean, he comes to kill, stone, destroy, but I come with life and life abundantly. He is life. Mm-hmm. He is light, and just where light is, darkness cannot be. So where the Father is, no sickness, no sin, anything that's not of Him can't take place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I really like the definition of darkness, which is basically just the absence of a light. Mm. So if you think about it, the minute that you invite Jesus and God into your life and you shine that light, darkness has to flee. Because it literally cannot coexist with light.
1: Exactly.
0: And sickness is a darkness. It is not something good. Sickness is bad. (laughs) And God, if God is only good and God only brings life, then he literally cannot bring sickness because it would completely go against his nature and his character and he can't do that
1: exactly i mean you even think to before the earth was created with the fall of the angels you know why was lucifer casted out of heaven because he wanted to choose life without god Mm -hmm. that's the very point of it is he wanted life without god but what he forgot to realize is that if god is everything good and he wants to step away from that what is he entering into Everything bad. Everything bad. You know, God didn't say, well, because you don't want to be with me, then I'm creating this evil place and I'm going to send you towards it. It's no, he was saying, you don't know what you're doing because if you're choosing life without me, that's life without me.
0: Yeah. I hope you know that. Yeah, he had no other option. It's either good life with God or it's bad life without him.
1: Right. And that's the same thing with, like, salvation, you know? Like, you hear... So much like there's this one analogy that I heard. It's like you are on a fence and you have God to the left hand side and the devil to the right hand side. And they both come up to you like you need to choose, you know, and you wait the whole day and you're like, well, I don't know. I don't know. And all of a sudden the end of the day comes and the enemy goes, well, you're coming with me. He's like, I didn't make a choice yet. It's like, you stayed on the fence. The fence is mine. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't choose God, you're choosing (laughs) what's not of God.
0: Exactly.
1: So if you don't go with him,
0: the fence is the devil's. There is no on the fence. You're with the devil or you're with God.
1: Yeah. And it's the same thing within what he has for us. He's like, if you choose me, you choose what I am. You choose my health. You choose my healing. You choose my life and my prosperity And I have that for you. But if you don't want
0: to choose me, what are you choosing? Mm -hmm. I do just want to touch on, though, um, and this is speaking as someone who has really struggled with sickness in the past. Like, you guys, if you haven't listened to our introduction episode and heard our testimonies, um, you should go listen to that. But I was diagnosed with Lyme disease prior to coming out here. I had a whole bunch of health issues. And I had to really receive that healing. And I know from experience that the choice is not very easy sometimes because we have so many wrong beliefs and so Mm -hmm. many strongholds holding us back and it can be really difficult. But I think the biggest thing that helped me was just to put aside healing for a bit and just really focus on God and who he is. Not what he can offer me, but just spending time with him And appreciating and loving him for who he is. And I really put Matthew 6.33, which says, Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you into practice. And the minute that I just really immersed myself in his word and who he was, he was, firstly, able to bring up those strongholds and help me to break through them and to realize and recognize what was holding me back from receiving healing, which, personally, for me, one of the biggest was imagination i could not see Mm -hmm. myself well and your mind is so powerful if you're constantly envisioning yourself sick you're never going to heal Right. You have to align your mind with that.
1: Right, because as a man sees in his heart exactly. so lazy. Exactly. So if your focus is on death and destruction and the sickness that you're facing, and I haven't faced physical sickness in my body, but I have faced it within my mind. Mm-hmm. And like, like you said, it's the biggest thing is always, where is your attention at? Exactly. And I didn't really start getting set free until my attention and my focus shifted over to God. Right. Because
0: the thing is, is when you start to also focus yourself on God and spend time in your And get to know him like you were talking about earlier, you start to become like him because the person of the people that you spend the most time with are the the, you take on their characteristics. Mm -hmm. And so when you start to take on God's characteristics, he is all these things. He's love, he's joy, he's peace, he's healing, he's right he you start to live in that abundant life because you start to take on all those characteristics of him right
1: and i'll, I'll raise you one further mm-hmm. you like, know it says in exodus 31 verse three mm-hmm. it says and i have filled him with the spirit of god and wisdom and understanding in all manners of workmanship showing everything that god is it's within you but once your attention is And your focus is within him, you start drawing and leaning onto him more than your own mind. Mm -hmm. Because it's like it's a shift, you know. You have spirit, soul, and body. And your I would say your soul, that's your focus, that's your mind, that's your thought. If -hmm. it's focused, it's like a mirror. If it's focused onto your body, you're gonna reap from your body. Mm -hmm. But the moment you shift and you look to your spirit. That's what you're going to start to You look to the spirit of God and everything that's inside of you. Mm -hmm. His wisdom, his peace, his joy, his healing. You shift and you look at that. It's going to reflect in your life.
0: Right. And it's going to start coming forth. It's just going to be pouring out of you. Literally, the only way that you can really start to see yourself the way God sees you is to spend time in the word. Because the word is a spiritual mirror. Whatever it says in the word, that is what your spirit is. And we can't see our spirit, and that's why we have to rely on God's word and open your Bibles and read them, and then you can begin to see. That's the Mm -hmm. spiritual mirror. That's when you can begin to see what you truly are.
1: Right. What I do want to say, though, is within getting into the word, with like the comment that I said, you have to actually study the Word, mm-hmm. know what's going on. Because here's the thing, within like our class that we're learning on, um, one of our teachers, he made known, he's like, you know, you can't take everything in the Bible as thus says God. Because the devil's in the Bible too. Exactly. And, and, and you everything... know, people who don't know God are riping and complaining. So you can't just take any scripture saying, oh, this is from God, when it's actually someone who's mocking God yeah. in the Bible, and then God comes to overcome that. You need to know the context of where you're reading Mm -hmm. and how to apply that in your life.
0: Mm -hmm. Our teacher actually said, um, everything in the Bible is true, but not everything said in the Bible is true. Mm -hmm. Like you
1: think of um, um, Job. 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 Mm -hmm. Job. Job. You know, and he was just like, you know, God did this from me, this and this and this, and the yaddy Lord yaddy giveth and the Lord he taketh, taketh away. away. But the thing is, he didn't know that that, that the devil existed. Mm-hmm. So he thought everything was from God, but it wasn't. It was from the enemy. And he didn't know that. And he was speaking out of his, out of his body. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't looking to God because he didn't know that. Because the Lord doesn't taketh away in that sense. What happened to him was not from god
0: that yeah that was the enemy that taken was away. fully the enemy but he just didn't know that because i mean in the old testament the people in the old testament didn't didn't know what we know now right jesus yes. came and revealed all of those things and then left the holy spirit with us to further reveal but they didn't have the holy spirit they didn't have jesus no so they were they just didn't know so you can't blame them but also when you're reading your Bible, when you're reading the Old Testament, just be careful and look at it through the lens of Jesus. And also the Holy Spirit is your helper. So ask him to help you when you're reading.
1: Mm-hmm. But when you do sit down, and you do read and you say, God, reveal it to me. He will reveal his nature, which is he wants you well.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's so cool because when you actually do do that, you can start to see God's love and Jesus even throughout the whole Old Testament. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so cool. I highly recommend you guys go and read it with the help of the Holy Spirit and look at it through the lens of Jesus and ask God to reveal where Jesus is for you because he's in there. He's, he's all over.
1: He's, from what I found out, he's in every single book of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And if some form, type, or shadow, he is
0: there. Yeah, it's
1: really cool. And it's the coolest thing. Like, the rainbow, for instance. Mm, oh
0: my gosh, that was so cool. Like,
1: that was the coolest thing ever. And what? we'll, we'll explain it to you guys. So you yeah, guys don't know. worry, we got it. So, the rainbow, what, what I knew from it before I it's actually God's found promise. out, it was like, it was just God's promise, you know? Mm-hmm. We won't flood the earth again. Great. Well, praise God. But when you actually break down what the rainbow means, you know, colors in the Bible all have a meaning, they have a message. Mm -hmm. And if you go from top to bottom, and if you learn what each color means in the Bible,
0: it's basically a message saying that Jesus is coming for our salvation. Mm -hmm. Because within the rainbow, you know, you have red, which signifies Jesus' blood, which then leads into orange, which is fire and judgment and that is basically saying that jesus will satisfy the wrath of god mm-hmm. which then leads into gold and i thought this was so cool because it meant that we could then be purified and made righteous and then i can't remember the rest of the colors i'm pretty sure there was a blue which was heaven and green i can't remember what green was it's
1: immortality basically you yeah. get to live uh, life eternal life
0: eternal life right and then there's indigo which is a mix of black and blue, and it signifies our sin being taken away. It's so good. It's so it's good. so good. And then purple is royalty. And Amen. we are now in God's royal family.
1: Praise God. Which is so cool. Yes. So on the basics of this, well, we just want to encourage you, know God's heart. Because when mm-hmm. you know his heart, you know what he wants for you. Mm-hmm. You can see it all throughout the Bible. What he wants is for you to have life and life abundantly with him right within salvation within healing within this but the part is is you have a choice do i want salvation do i want to live life with god do i want to spend time with him do i want this healing and you guys would be surprised there's a lot of people who say that they want to be healed but are too comfortable within the pain to want to change. Mm -hmm. You know, I had this teacher once and he said, what's your favorite flavor of pain? Mm -hmm. Because it's easier to frown than it is to smile. It's easier to lay down than it is to get back up. And it's easier to stay content in the pain that you're in because you're comfortable, you're used to it, than to get up and follow
0: God. Right. Yeah, so true. I was one of those people, so. I was one of them. I was (laughs) was like the biggest one of
1: them. I was Mm -hmm. like, I know I shouldn't be doing this right now. But this is comfortable. Yeah. This is safe.
0: Because it's what you know. I know. And change and growth is uncomfortable. You have to step out of your comfort zone. And you have to go against your flesh. Which your flesh is loud. It's loud. It has a lot to say. So having to silence it.
1: You know, it's you know the, it's the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that's why disciplining that's your flesh is important. That's why fasting comes in. You know, fasting is not like, oh, God, because this is not like, fasting is not like a convincing of, if I do this, then God, you'll give me what I want. Fasting is to discipline your flesh. Yeah, exactly. Because you already have it, but your mm-hmm. flesh is getting in the way. So you, it's basically you just disciplining your flesh and saying, you will not stay in the way with what my father has given me. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize that because I always thought, like, fasting was, like, the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> and honestly, in my mind, it's, it was the same mentality that I had over exercising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, that's a lot of work. But exercising keeps your body in shape and keeps you healthy. Well, fasting keeps your spirit healthy because mm-hmm. it gets the flesh out of the way. And that's right. just complete side note of things but, but that's gonna bless you
0: <laughs> amen, amen.
1: <laughs>
0: and th- i mean that's the point of this podcast is just having a conversation and see where it goes so exactly there we go little you know, tidbit for you guys you know there's
1: some stuff in this episode that i didn't think would be talking on no but... we
0: we're like completely off our notes at this point and oh, absolutely. i mean we technically we finished on it it's like we've oh, said we, everything we so. did
1: we absolutely did and now i'm just enjoying oakley being oakley in the background yeah. and <sighs> we're sorry about
0: that i hope it doesn't like I hope you can't hear it in this episode, but he he is whining.
1: Just because he's he throwing wants- a tantrum. He wants to be the co-host that we thought he could be, but he is not
0: yet. No, because he keeps knocking things over and getting in the way. <laughs> biting my hand. That too and biting us. He's It's anyway. about
1: to be in the time of his life pretty soon.
0: <laughs> On Monday.
1: <laughs> On Monday. Oh He gets he gets the special surgery, guys. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> <He's gone. laughs> <laughs> but it's been a pleasure and we hope that this blessed you and if it's all right with you i'm just gonna say a quick prayer before yeah we absolutely it. go for it amen well dear god i just come together with my wonderful friend and all these people lovely people listening and i just thank you i thank you because i know your love and i know your mercy and i thank you because i know your why mm-hmm. why you went on to that cross and it's the simple truth because you love us mm-hmm. Because you loved us, you want the best for us. Because you love us, you want us well. You want us to live life in the abundance that you have, and that's why you did what you did. That's why Jesus went on to that cross. That's why you continually made way. And I thank you that this why is going to settle not just within people's heads, but within their hearts. Mm. So I thank you that they'll have a revelation of your why, and that they shall come to the recognition that it was because of them, that they are the answer of your why. And it was because of the love that you have for them that you've made way. But I also just speak that you're giving them the strength and the power to choose your why. To stand up and declare, I want this and because my father's made way for this, I stand in it now. So Father, we just thank you that any lies that's going in their head that say that you don't love them, that you don't want them well, that's being broken down. And that they know your love over them Mm -hmm. in the name of
0: jesus in the name above all names we pray amen amen thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i i just i'm so passionate about this topic so i just really enjoyed this conversation and um yeah
1: i also do want to say i do feel a lot better than when i started this don't you?
0: Yeah, actually. I really See? Do. like. <laughs> there we go. That <laughs> good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
1: All right. Y'all be blessed. Make sure you stay in tune. Of course, you know, we are on Spotify
0: and Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And also follow our Instagram at The Rise Podcast. So okay. stay up to date with all of the updates. All of the updates. <laughs> and of course, Emma
1: works on our lovely newsletter each week. So if you want to be even more in contact and in touch, register. It will bless you. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Amen. See ya. Bye.